Welcome to Carver Conversations. I'm your host, Tiff Marchand from Night Carver Designs, and this is a saber-tooth podcast, and I couldn't be more excited to be here. Head on over to sabertooth.com and sign up for their mailing list. They send out a coupon once a month for 25% off. You have 24 hours to use it, so you're not going to want to miss out on that chance. You can use our show code to save 10% off. The code is EM2CO. Head on over, sign up for the mailing list, and if you want to buy them now, EM2CO at checkout. Welcome to the show. Today we have Katie Freeman from Freeman Furnishings. Katie is an awesome power carver. She specializes in organic shapes. She adds a lot of color to her pieces and, of course, lots of texture. She has her own podcast called Crafting a Revolution, so go check that out. And if you want to know about her history, she actually uh, had an interview with me on my past podcast called Behind the Maker Podcast. So check that out after this if you want to find out more about Katie. Let's get on to our interview about a little bit of everything with her. It's kind of fun. We got to catch up, so I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for joining me for this. I think it's a lot of fun. Like we haven't recorded since the very beginning of my podcast life. Like you were like episode, I don't know, nine, I think ish. Yeah. I was, I think it was in the top 10 episodes. So I was, I was a very newbie to the world of podcasting at that time. And you had been doing it for a while at that point. And you, I'm trying to like, it's been, it's been a minute since you were on mine too. Like, yeah, cause it was a while before you started yours that you were on yep. mine. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So it's been, it's been a bit, but we've recorded twice together, which is great. <laughs> Let's talk power carving, right? <laughs> exactly. We're here for this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I know you're working on that new piece right now that you said you didn't finish yet. Have you, Mm-mm. have you, okay. So let's talk about it though. Cause it's really cool. It's like, a bowl shape yes yes and it almost like in a giraffe pattern you've kind of laid out some uh some areas that you're carving in so what's what's your uh game plan with this so yeah so i'm going to cut all of those which i didn't realize until like i laid it out i like the giraffe better because when i look at it like on instagram i'm like it looks like a turtle shell that's why i said like <laughs> it does look like Hero in a half shell. Oh, well, you're putting the giraffe pattern on top of a bowl. So yes, yes it yes. does read turtle. It does. Um, right now. No, yes. So what I want to do once I get all of that done, um, because I've done so much texture, I guess like backstory, I've done so much texture where it's like it's just the natural shape of the burr, right? Like whatever Mm -hmm. shape that burr is so if it's a sphere you're getting like sphere and you might like overlay it or yeah that's whatever you do do a lot of surface texture not too much like carving into it too much yeah so I've had this idea in my head for a while um and so once the pattern's all kind of carved then I'll do the shoshujiban burn it burn Um, yep and um and then I always like to finish that off with the nylon flat brushes. It gives it like a super nice, um, just kind of finished coat. But so I'll do that. And then I'm going to do the gold leafing again, like I did with the plant propagation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it will be like gold, like I'm going to keep the hexagons um, black and then do the gold leafing like around that and gold leaf on the inside. That's cool. The bowl. Yeah. That's new for you, right? With the oh, yeah. leafing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The the plant propagation station is the first time I've done it. Um and it's just like, yeah, I like the look. It's a it's a sweet look. Yeah, definitely. So can we get a little backstory on like your skills? Like where did you learn it all? I know it was pretty young. You like you went to school for it, like woodworking in general, right? Yeah, I took some classes um about I think 11 years ago is when I started taking classes pre-kids, you know, mm-hmm. can like, <laughs> when life is easy and breezy. When life is easy and breezy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I started because mainly I wanted to get more into woodworking, wanted to learn like how to actually do it. Mm-hmm. And um, I had time, you know, it was just like my wife and I am working and that was it. Yeah. So I started there and that is like, 
that was like traditional like fine furniture making right yeah like breaking down lumber and like squaring it all, all the stuff and I love that but then it's like just like any like almost every art student or art graduate I've ever talked to it's like when you graduate or when you leave that space like you lose that amazing shop right and you're yes. like oh all the tools <laughs> right yeah. I have to get these myself now yeah exactly and and I mean to get like joiners and planer like all that stuff super expensive mm-hmm. um and I had little babies so I took a break and then um I found myself it was like I don't know like 3 a.m and I was breastfeeding my second mm-hmm. you know in a fog um mm-hmm. not knowing what day or time it was yeah she woke up every hour on the hour that yeah my kids like, did too oh my god yeah, yeah. they about ki- yeah. she about killed yeah. me oh <laughs> yeah I guess so i'm like scrolling through you know youtube mm-hmm. um because i'd just been thinking for a while like you know like i'm really good at my job what i do for work but it's not something I'm passionate about and so I'm like I really want to get back into woodworking but I don't have a lot of tools so what do I have what can I make and I stumbled across Mike Montgomery's video where he makes an egg table um, and he actually used Arbor Tech turbo plane to make Mm -hmm. that and I was like I can do that we got angle grinders like I can do that um and it appealed to me too, because I had always struggled anyways with fine furniture where it's like all angular and like square. A lot of math and yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean. You have to be like, very just yeah. detail oriented with that kind of thing and, yeah. and enjoy that. Yeah. Believe me, I stray away from it too. <laughs> yeah. And it's an aesthetic that's just not like that. It just doesn't call to me. Like I've always mm-hmm. liked more natural curves. So I was like, okay, I can do this. So I like dove straight in. I bought like every Arbitech tool. <laughs> well, like every free. yeah i did i was just like 3 a.m baby we're ordering this stuff up kind of this similar so to your sim- story i would say this is so my story right here with the i had a brief moment without my children in a car and i ended up buying like a router and a ton of bits and learned how to yeah. like router carve like yes that's hilarious kids drive you to do something that you really want to do though they they yes. bleed that passion right out of you <laughs> So I did that and um, I carved my first like sculpted table. I still have it in my living room and it's not, I mean, it didn't turn out exactly as I planned, but (laughs) it was just the fact that it's like, oh, I can do this. Right. And so at the time, which is really funny because that was, gosh, that was probably definitely probably about six years ago. So at the time there were like, like Mike Montgomery's power carving video was the only one I could find. And so I was like trying to dive in on that stuff more. And I just was struggling. And then I think I found Cecilia, maybe. I think I might've found Cecilia and um, saw her work. Yeah. Saw her work with um, Burrs and I found uh, Ellen Little Bear Furniture Mm -hmm. and saw her work. She was doing like King Arthur stuff. And so that's where I learned about like the carbide tools, like the discs and all that stuff. Right. You know, and so I was like, oh, that looks a little safer because Arbor Tech Tech has thrown a few pieces of wood into me. So I was like- It's scary if you hit the grain the wrong way. I have a turbo plane myself and I, it just kind of sits there. Yes. And and it stays (laughs) on the shelf. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it definitely, it definitely- um, could have seriously injured me a couple of times so I went the the carbide route and then kind of yeah just found this whole community of especially community of like women carvers which I've like been loving and yeah (laughs) yeah there's a ton ton of us out there yeah now that I'm like running Sabretooth's page there's a lot of cool um chainsaw carvers too Mm -hmm. out there um that are ladies and it's just like there's one like car like chainsaws by Jenna and just like (laughs) I just I I, every time I see it scroll like scroll by she just has so much energy and she's making like things that I like you like Ghostbusters you know that kind of stuff I'm just like yeah what are we carving today (laughs) like so it is it's exciting to see everybody out there yeah and I think it's taken off 
I mean, I think you probably would agree. Like, I feel like the last couple of years, it's really taken off with women. Like, yeah, especially with like die grinders or the smaller rotary tools and mm-hmm. burrs of like, it's, it's just, there's no barrier yeah. to entry. It's a no. lot safer than other things yep. that you could be doing. And it's artistic. Like, yeah, I was talking to Eric Curtis on Monday and we were like, just talking about like, cause he builds fine furniture with all the angles yep. and stuff, but then he takes like a moment and he always adds a little bit of carved texture or like movement into yep. his pieces. And it's just like, he needs it now. Like <laughs> that, that moment of just like, <sighs> yeah, you, you know, and you can just <laughs> let loose at whatever it becomes, it becomes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's been like, that part has been a journey for me too. Like, I remember at first, like having a piece of wood and thinking like, okay, what could this be? Right. Like, and really trying to just, yeah, you know, I can't even tell you how many pieces landed in the fire pit just because it was like, no. Um, but now it's like a refined eye. So it's like, I'm driving by, see a pile of wood. I'm like, oh, that one is like good right there. <laughs> how do you know which one is good? Cause like I see lumber on the side of the road that for trees, that just got cut down all the yeah. time. And I'm just like, how do I know which one should get? <laughs> so what are your tips and tricks? You got any goodies? Um, well, usually first it's about if I can tell what the species is. So I mm-hmm. definitely like am drawn to like, I love, I've, I started out loving walnut pre-carving since I started carving. I love maple. Um, cause you just get some, you can get some really cool grains, some spalting, all that cool stuff. I do agree. Yeah. 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 So some some nice maple. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that's usually the first thing is like, can I tell what species it is? Mm Um, and, and then I'm always just looking for like the funky, whatever, does it have a big knob on it? Does it have like a big, you know, like cut out crotch piece from some animal doing stuff? Yeah, Yeah. 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 You're already, like you said, you're looking for something very organic, like that's yes, what attracts yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, I mean, obviously too, some of it's just like, well, I'm not going to turn down free wood if it like <laughs> shows up. Um, have you ever shown like your collection that you have brewing? Like, do you, do you share any? <laughs> I should. Snippets? I should. I should. I have before. So like my I'm my shop's at home now but for a long time I rented like somebody else's two-car garage mm-hmm. and that was my shop space and for a really long time when I started that I didn't keep any lumber at the shop I rented a 10 by 10 climate controlled storage unit so fancy <laughs> Well, part of it was like, cause it was all fresh cut stuff. So I'm like, I want it to dry and I want it to dry in a controlled manner, not just like sitting outside. I was going to say, you don't have to worry about it. You just set yeah. it and forget yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. So like I did show that a few times on Instagram, like, just like, okay. Cause I mean, that just continued to grow. Like that pile was, it was not fun to move. I won't put it that way. <laughs> um, I haven't shown it since being at home though, which it's bigger because a couple of years ago we had um, a derecho come through, which is essentially a land hurricane. So like my area, directly my area lost something like, like 40% of its tree canopy Um, areas a a little, yeah, areas a little farther away lost 80 to 90% of their tree canopy. So it's like, it was a lot, a lot of wood um and so just like from my just direct neighbors right like trees fell and so and my one neighbor had um a black cherry tree that actually crushed our fence and I'm like okay so payment for the fence is I get to cut that up and keep it (laughs) 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 and that's what worked out so it's like yeah surrounding the house like we have so much wood my my wife seriously is like you are not allowed to bring any more wood home <laughs> I've, I've gotten told that too by my husband yeah. <laughs> and I actually thank him for that because it, like you need somebody to smack some yes. sense into you because <laughs> when you see free wood or like a really good bargain yes. you just keep grabbing like I have so much that I was like I'm gonna carve something on this and I just haven't had time and I'm like right I know <laughs> <sighs> yeah I mean I have 
it will happen this year. I am determined because I have, I've had a goal for a while to carve a, like a lounge chair out of an entire log. Um, and I've got some really big walnut ones that I've been saving just for that. So that is happening this year for sure. Um, and then that will free up some space because those things take up like massive <laughs> space. <laughs> That's how, um, have you ever done that before like of like a piece of furniture out of them not I mean I do my sculpted like side tables right um, but you can't screw up a table too much <laughs> like, as long as it's level on the bottom <laughs> as long as it's level on the bottom that's about the only time the turbo plane comes out for me these days yeah is, um I'll start with a router if I can and then finish up with that you know to get spots no, it's that a perfect use missed. for it yeah yeah um so yeah, they're not too difficult, the tables in that regard. Um, so this will be the first time, technically it's the first time I've ever done a chair, period. I've done bar stools, but those, like I bought the metal bases and I just carved the seats. Oh, okay. You so know, yeah, so- This is a different thing entirely. This isn't, I have to get the proportions right. I have to, you know, it's like, it's gotta be comfortable to sit in, all of those things, so- it's it's been put off this long partially because I'm like terrified of how I'm like how badly am I going to mess this up (laughs) how long do you let the wood dry for before you carve into it so generally I wait at least two years but I also have like a I have a moisture meter so really what I'm trying to make sure it gets down to is like 11 to 12 percent and that's about it yeah and that's a hard judgment um I actually reached out, uh, Caleb, I want to say his name's Woodward. He's, he hand carves, um, all of his, uh, but he does basically the same thing out of logs, making tables, stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Um, other furniture. So I reached out to him to ask that question, you know, just to get an idea. Cause I'm like, how, I don't even know where to like start. Um, because, you know, they say it's like a year per inch. I'm like, this thing's like, four feet tall <laughs> like I don't have 48 years to wait to yeah I know thing. like Vic, Vic from the sump shop waits yeah. like uh I think he said like three ish years on his mm-hmm. and he like marks them he has like a whole system yeah. he rotates them <laughs> like it's a lot of work to do that yeah. but it's cool I I always want to I actually had like some stumps drying out and I just never got around to it. And they ended up like, you know, just going gross yeah, after a while. Yeah. <laughs> they rot away. So yeah. I missed that opportunity on some like apple wood that we had. Um, but yeah, I never know. Like, I'm like, I really need to like, again, but where do you put it? Where do you put yeah. it all? Like to dry yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, right now, you know, the stuff that is, is ready to carve is in, in the shop, like inside my shop space, but like that cherry is all outside. And so like when the weather's nice, like it is now, like my wife and I have to spend time like rotating it and moving it and making sure like it's not on end for too long, that it's on its side, all that stuff. Like aren't our partners so nice to help us with these, these tasks. <laughs> it is, it is. And she has not nearly benefited as much as she should from like furniture pieces and stuff. Yeah. Same with my husband. <laughs> I really need to make him a technodrome soon because he's been asking for it for three years. And I think it has to be a father's day gift. I think it's just going to have to happen. Yes. <laughs> All right. But yeah. I do, I do want to know, um, with the popular woodworking, I know, um, like you reached out to them and you let them yeah. know who you were and stuff like that. Did you have the project already made when you reached out to them? Or was no. it like, that okay, been, so that like would have you, been so much better. Been so you case. pitched them an idea, yes. then you executed it for Correct. them. Yeah. So I pitched okay. them like, and I did my homework before I like reached out to them besides the fact that it's like, they were, you know, standing up for stuff that I believe in besides that, like I had research, like I had searched and scoured all of their online stuff, which Mm-hmm. They put every, I think they put almost everything that they print eventually lands like online as an article to search. So I searched power carving, you know, and all kinds of different words for it, like just to make sure I was covering right, all my yeah. bases. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And all they had was a little, like a tiny little article from the Wood Whisperer, like 
just about just about die grinder and and it didn't cover texture didn't cover anything like that it was just it was like super simple and so I was like okay I think that's my opportunity to pitch something that like I feel like is becoming popular and yeah. there's nothing about that and so yeah I I pitched them about the table about doing the sculpted table um and it's a whole process like it's you know it's like besides the pitch like then they you have to put together the whole outline for like the whole project and you have to submit that and they have to approve that and then they're like they'll tell you like well we want pictures you know this many pictures for all of these steps all of that stuff and that's all before I like ever touched uh, you know ever made anything so like the making process was probably was probably about equal with like just the process of like getting everything established well, yeah it's, it's an actual you know publication that's been there yeah. for years so yep. they've got a system they know exactly what they need mm -hmm. from you so I mean at least there's a like they can guide you through exactly what they need yep. um and but there's like really contract cool. negotiation all that good stuff right yeah like, yeah that goes into it yeah 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 yeah, landing yeah. deals like that, there's just a lot of work and a lot of obligation once you get it to of executing. I watched the YouTube video on it because mm -hmm. I like I watched you make it on Instagram. Like you shared your process yep. throughout, but yep. I never watched the YouTube video. First of all, very soothing. <laughs> <laughs> I have to I totally have to thank uh, Ashley. Minnie did the editing work on that one. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to thank her because. I yeah YouTube's a whole other beast but anyways <laughs> I did agree, very really good <laughs> no she did a really good job on it yeah and um you did the process it was really fun to watch all the tools that you use for it mm -hmm. because like it was quite a variety of tools like oh yeah <laughs> to hog out that entire log and then you started cutting into it yeah then you dimpled in texture you know mm -hmm. with your burrs so like it was interesting yeah. to see because you have a lot of fun different tools that you use like Yes. use the yeah. arch tool that you have yeah. so that way you can get in deep and then yeah you know that was the first time I got to use the extension the extender those I mean it was an ash log and it's still super heavy even though I removed like a, a lot, lot of material, material. is that was but, that your main yeah. objective was just to make it lighter okay that that and I did want to do like kind of that arch the cut in yeah design for like the legs and so I, I wanted to make sure like enough material was removed for that but yeah a lot of it was the the reason I went so deep with it way deeper than I needed to for the cutouts was to try to remove weight <laughs> from that yeah because I was gonna say you could have achieved it all with your burrs and your R wheel yes. but yeah. yeah you had you you went like what a foot and a half deep in there probably pretty close to that yeah yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool <laughs> And then you yeah. cut into the sides, yeah, for the legs yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it was yeah. it was a neat process to watch, and I loved what you did at the end when you started texturing it with the burrs, mm -hmm. just to give it that extra little pop. Yeah, yeah. And then the dye, and so I went back and forth on that because most most people who follow along with me would say like that's my thing. I add bright colors to everything, mm -hmm. but that was the first project I had considered doing. Um, so Shujiban on it instead, mm -hmm. uh, you know, versus the color. Um, but I'm glad I went with the color because I think it would have been too too dark to have all of that black. Yeah, I think um, so too. I think you made the right yeah. choice with going something lighter with that because yeah, it would have looked neat. But I think because it's such a massive piece, it yeah. would have looked heavy. Yes, you know what I mean. Exactly. Like yeah, brightening it up like you did with that blue and the green and mm -hmm. stuff like that that give it a lightness to it it yeah. made it feel kind of like something that you would find like kind of nautical with the coloring yes. too you know yeah and that's definitely where I was going with it like I would say it was a like an ocean type inspired piece for sure yeah that's cool yeah you have a lot of organic shapes now that you said that to me <laughs> I noticed it I've like I followed I've been following you for a really long time but yeah I guess I've never put it together like the shapes of everything that you do because <laughs> you, you called it out and now I'm just like yep, mm -hmm, uh -huh. yep mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's yeah. kind of like a complete freedom from what you were doing before like, yeah I know? mean that's 
and that is honestly one of the things I love about it besides and I tell this to people all the time too like besides the fact that if I mess it up nobody else knows (laughs) (laughs) nobody else knows but me that that is like not the shape I was you know yeah what your intentions were yeah yeah and you've used an angle grinder with the my favorite right? the four inch wheel is grind, it? my grinder oh yeah my big angle grinder is definitely my favorite although I do love those little ones because then I can start yeah. like really yeah. precise <laughs> yeah. and, like that I feel like those are more relaxing yeah and the big ones obviously you're making a lot of mess but I tend to get a lot of requests for that curved edge yeah. on my yeah. pieces and though I can do it with the two inch, it's going to be a different shape yeah, than yeah. it would be if I did it with the four. Cause if I'm leaving like bigger gaps in the material yes, with that, yeah. you know, if I was using the small one, they would it'd be like little bumps. And yours are predominantly pine. Is that, yes. are you using? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that probably makes a difference too. Like it doesn't bother me if I'm the four inch wheel, if I'm carving something like a pine or a soft yeah. wood, but like that ash wood oh my god like if Sorry. i had if i had tried to hollow that out with just that yeah like i wouldn't be able to use my forearm anymore <laughs> no <laughs> just that's the nice part too is like with power carving you use a variety of tools mm-hmm. like you use your chainsaws if you need to get the mm-hmm. wood prepped and stuff like that then you might go in with like a, like a multi-cutter like you have, mm-hmm. but like in the end, you end up with the burrs to get all those yes. fine details. So yep. like, it's like a level thing. It's mm-hmm. everybody uses such a variety of tools to get there. Like maybe it's a jigsaw because you're trying to do a flat piece, but there's always mm-hmm. a few mechanisms and tools yep. that work together with power carving. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's nice. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like when I do that lounge chair, I'll be starting with a chainsaw. Like yeah, for sure. yeah, and then to you're gonna work your bulk. way to a yeah. smaller yeah. and smaller yeah. tool to yeah to fine tooth it yeah. And that's that's basically how I laid it out in the popular woodworking article too. Was like exactly that. Like start with your biggest thing, biggest scariest thing, down to like your like smallest yeah. easiest thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, seriously. Like when you get like the one eighth inch burrs and <laughs> you get to just relax and yeah. have fun. Like when I carved that pumpkin. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, he's behind me there. That pumpkin there. Yeah. That was like so fun to just sit there with some small and a rotary tool. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not used to that. I'm used to the big angle grinder, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I was like, I could definitely you, see that in the future again. Did your clothes get dyed orange? Oh no, you did it with wood. You didn't do that. Yeah, the, I, I did wood and then I did unicorn spit. <laughs> no, wait, no, not not on that one. That's a different one. Okay. Um unicorn spit is very fun. Have you ever tried it? I have not, and I should, because I've heard about it for years now, so I need to try it. <laughs> Come on. It's all about colors and rainbows. Exactly. Come on, <laughs> Jeez. Um, their colors are super vibrant. I yeah. did um, glow-in-a-dark paint on that one, though. Oh, nice. That's right. Yeah. I, I remember that afterwards. I did was glow-in-a-dark paint, so that way when a black light would hit it, yeah. it would be very vibrant and crazy. Um, but yeah, nice. that thing was so fun. And it was just, that was just a chunk of wood again that I got I think actually a guy I was buying some reclaimed lumber from mm. threw it in as a special to get me back he goes oh I also <laughs> have these chunks of wood <laughs> <laughs> like you know like it's so funny like the things that people do to entice the woodworker to come yes. back <laughs> just for you just I've for got you. this extra log <laughs> that I've been saving because I know you'll do something cool with it and then you'll come back and get more you know well- I mean, a lot of times, um, like I've worked with a variety, a series of um, of tree services in my local area. That's where I source most of my mm. wood. And so I used to always call it like, and it still is like my playground. Cause like each tree service has like their dumping spot of like yeah. the logs. Right. And so it's like, I just show up there and I'm just like, oh, what can we find, you know? Um, and And usually they just charge a fee for like, cutting off the bit that you want but I've had the same thing where they'll be like well those pieces over there that we can't like really do anything with we can't mulch it we can't like you know sell it to the smokehouses whatever like you can come by anytime and just pick from that whatever you want I'm like like, oh "Oh, yes I will (laughs) until my wife tells me to stop Stop. I'll be here (laughs) that's so funny 
exactly well, cecilia always says she has like a wood guy like my wood guy <laughs> you know he's exactly. like because i know she works with somebody too like that will again yeah. save this just for you i saw this yes. log and i knew <laughs> well i have so i've i've made friends with a guy who's kind of just gotten started in in the saw your business um and so I've come home where, yeah, there's just like a present left on my front porch by him. And I was like, oh, I love this. Like, <laughs> yeah, was like I, the best ever. Will, uh, message me, hey, I'm cutting down a tree. And I'm yes. like, oh, but I've been like trying to be so good about, <laughs> yeah. I had to pass up on some stuff recently. And I'm just like, I should have went. I should have went. <laughs> I regret it fully now. Yes. Because yes. I've never carved like, simple things like a spoon or yeah. a bowl like and I'm like I kind of just have like the inkling to do it but I do have some I have some hardwoods that I can yeah. use but so I yeah tried. I mean I do I've done obviously like a crap ton of bowls but um I hadn't done like I hadn't carved power carved my first spoon until recently um and I want to do more because it's like you know I didn't get it quite dialed in just right but um it's interesting to try to take things smaller after you've been working on things like that are big. Yeah. <laughs> like my signs are usually like two foot by four foot right. or something. So yeah. like I'm used to busting yeah. out the four inch and yeah. <laughs> here I go. <laughs> yeah, it does. It presents a whole different thing. So like with the spoon, I did it all with the the die grinder and then the uh, rotary tool and and burrs like all of it mm -hmm. um so it was kind of fun just to like experiment with that of like okay how small can I go like <laughs> you know <laughs> you'll yeah. watch in a couple of years you'll find me in like the miniature business of like making things like <laughs> people do people do I know I know there's one guy who carves dinosaurs all day Papasaurus. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's going to be hard not to share his stuff to the, like the saber tooth page every day. Because I yeah, think it's yeah. just so fun <laughs> that he just carves dinosaurs all day, you know, like did you, life. so have you tried yet to do a pumpkin pumpkin, like a real one? I did no. that for the first time this year. Um, I haven't. I wanted to with the power carving tools specifically so i use the the rotary and like the all my saber tooth um one eighth burrs and i made where it's like you don't go all the way through you know you just kind of like you just layer cut it. the skin yeah. off and yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so i did um pokemon eevee for my son oh and, i know who eevee is and that one came out really good i was actually really impressed with myself <laughs> that one and then, but then for my daughter, I had to do Sophia the first is who she picked. That one was a little harder. <laughs> like, that one didn't come out quite as well, but it was still fun to try. But I, I literally, like, I can't wear those pants unless I'm in the shop now because they're orange because <laughs> of all, <laughs> like, and I had all like safety glasses on and I took them off and it was just like orange goo like, all around. Yeah. <laughs> I had a uh, Danny Kissel on the show a couple episodes ago mm -hmm. and he does pumpkin carving professionally and he, you know, he uses saber tooth for a lot of stuff, but he did mention like it, it's easier with the hand tools for the pumpkins because of like uh, the, the, the mess, as you just mentioned, <laughs> the spray zones. <laughs> <for sure. laughs> He's like saber tooth is perfect for every other medium, but pumpkin it is challenging. <laughs> It gets I did wonder. I did wonder if like the whispers would be good. I bet you. Because on it it's though, a, uh, we should try. I've got them. I know. I know. I don't have any yet. I, just, oh. I need to get some. Are you coming to I Makers know. Camp? I was planning on it, but then grad school came, oh, so yeah, I can't. Yeah. No, <laughs> I was gonna say I'll like we'll get a pumpkin. <laughs> Let's do yeah. it. <laughs> I've got the whisper grits. Let's go. Well, being that it's maker's camp, I feel like and y'all burned a dinosaur, like giant dinosaur dragon last thing year. last year. Yeah. I feel like you need to get like one of those like blue ribbon pumpkins that are like, you know, what they give to elephants, like the size of a person. Yeah, huge. <laughs> That'd be fun. 
Yeah. I take a bird of that for sure. Yes. I, I think it's a beauty. <laughs> I can handle that. Um, no, I think that'd be a lot of fun. No, Sandy and I are trying to, we still have to like reconnect and figure out what we're going to carve there because um, we're super excited, but man, it is hard to plan things in life right now. So it's like one, one day at a time, one day at yes. a time. Yes. But we want to go it big. Was, it was hard to plan the demo for Workbench Con, like yeah. for reels. Cause I was like, oh, I think I want to do this more like a turning demo where they're actually like turning something like making something yeah. in real time and so that's why I came with the like the two different projects I think what you brought was perfect yeah and, and you brought we, all your tools people got exactly. to actually hold them and you know yep. examine what you actually use and stuff mm -hmm. so I can't remember did you try out the multi-cutter no I had to leave <sighs> I had to go film something <laughs> I came back and people were all into it. So I just kind of like enjoyed watching. <laughs> I felt, I felt bad to take the opportunity away from people. You know what I mean? Who have never done I it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to hang back here. But I found it super fascinating. So like, I, I would say, I mean, there was a good amount of people who came to the demo. Number one, I find it fascinating that for the most part, it's they sat in the room like men and women, like for the most part. <laughs> it did kind of happen that way. <laughs> and then the other thing I found super interesting is when I opened it up and said, okay, so we're going to try it. Like I, and I worked everyone large to small. We started with the multi-cutter and worked all the way down um, for people to try things out. And all the women came up and tried it out first. And like only one of the guys tried out any of the tools the young kid right yeah and he so was I was so like, cute he, he was, was like ready for it <laughs> yes <laughs> ready for it. I was like you want a car I was like mm -hmm. but I just found it totally interesting like you know it's not wasn't like intentional or planned I believe or I heard them saying they had experience already and they came, uh... they, they came for the young guy gotcha yeah okay. they were like well, they're like let's introduce you the right way let's go see a live <laughs> let's go see a live demo yeah i believe that's what they were saying beforehand because you know me i never shut up and i was talking away to the crowd <laughs> um but yeah i mean it was cool like just to watch um and especially some of the like i knew you know i think i knew all of the women who were in there um and some of the guys too but like there were a couple of the women who I have personally talked to that have bought power carving tools and have not used them yet because they have been scared to use them. And so they came up, you know, to and get tried that it experience out. with yeah. you. That's and, really cool. And so I liked that because it's like I circled around back afterwards and was like, okay, now how do you feel about it? And it's like, okay, yes, yeah, not as scary as that. Yeah. Me. So the the people who did show up, I thought was interesting because you never know who wants to learn to power carve. You right. really don't. It's a particular person. Mm -hmm. You have to be okay with getting messy. Yes. <laughs> and you have to be okay with there being no real plan. Like you can have an yes. idea and you know what I mean? Yep. Sometimes things go wrong. Um, yes. <laughs> and you have, to, you do have to just be okay with that. Like you might ruin it and have to start again. Like if you're trying to make like a detailed sculpture right. or something, you know, right. but it's so fun. It's so mm -hmm. addicting. You can get into like a Zen place with it, you know? I I call it, I do call it my, like, it's my prayer time. That's like, just, it's definitely, it's very spiritual to me um, yeah. for sure. And I get very grumpy. I think that's why I'm grumpy lately. Like I haven't had enough time <laughs> like carving. Um, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> I just get grumpy when I don't. Um, yeah. yeah. I've been, um, like re-editing old videos and just resharing them lately because yeah. I'm in a planning stage and I'm in product development right now. So I'm just like, I can't share this. So <laughs> here are my glory days. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> when I was carving all the time. Uh, yes. I was going to ask you the sign carver. Do you think you'll go into other stuff with it's carving? A, oh my like, God. Yes. No, I yeah. want to. I want to get into sculpture figures, stuff like that, that are going to like, look like an intentional Inten item. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to go three-dimensional. Absolutely. I've got stacks of wood in my garage <laughs> that I want to just start gluing together. 
so mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about stumps because I already got all this wood. <laughs> yes. Just glue them together into big piles and, and just carve into them. So I do, I want to get a chainsaw um, just for like the details and stuff yeah. like that. Like, I don't want to be big burly ones. Like You don't want, you don't want to be like a, the Edward Scissorhands. Of- no, no, no. But I just want a small chainsaw and I want to be able to just make three-dimensional things. Yeah. Once I am like, I think fully established with what I'm trying to, cause like, you know, working your way out of a day job and having yep. that financial stability, yep. I decided to go with the uh, product line as mm-hmm. what's going to be the main source, but I am going to be making time. I actually was planning. So like, while the laser is going, I plan on carving outside that area. Uh, like, it'll be smelly, obviously. Yeah. I'll stand to the yeah. side, but I, <laughs> But I plan on on carving back there, um, yeah, to kind of like do two things at once when I can. And but I plan on doing a lot more power carving. So soon, like mm-hmm. in a matter of a few weeks, mm-hmm. I'll be getting a CNC, which I'm Ooh. like super stoked about. Yes, okay, which one? <laughs> the Avid. Oh, um, fancy! I know. I'm getting the big like five by five one. Oh, um, you went big. Okay. Yeah. So my intent is so that I can also like grow furniture lines and stuff. But mm-hmm. one of the reasons I've been so excited about it is because like you talked about, you have the stack of wood that you can glue together and carve. Like I've never carved that. I carved one thing, but it was still pretty rough lumber that I was like stacking. Yeah. And so like, I'm excited to be able to start from something that's closer to the net shape the you know the end result and carve from there mm-hmm. and making it easier to like well I'm going to get the same shape every time because it's on the CNC yeah um so I'm pretty stoked about that yeah that's great um and I can see that a lot of people are starting to get CNCs and lasers for furniture making which is like mm-hmm. a completely different way to use it which <laughs> is so fun um but it's nice to have something that it has like those limitless possibilities you know yes. I know I've already admitted to myself that once I've got the CNC up and running, I'm going to be like, okay, when do I get the laser? (laughs) It happens. I know. (laughs) I went from hand cut router carving to power carving to CNC (laughs) to now the laser. So it does, it does happen. As long as you can handle the technology aspect of it. Right. You're good to go. Well, I mean, it's really the only way we can make a living at doing this stuff. Like gotta have robot friends. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or you got to hire real people, but they're not as reliable as the robots. You've got a CNC, a router CNC, right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried? I've been curious about this because I've been thinking about it with the CNC. Have you ever tried like putting a carving burr in? I haven't. No, I have not done that because first of all, I don't know how safe that is. Um, <laughs> but I am such a V-bit person. I just love using my V-bits. Gotcha. So yeah. Okay. They have bowl carving <laughs> bits that are circular yeah. if you're trying to get that same shape as like a rounded burr. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would, I would ask others, uh, you know, and even Jody at Sabretooth, like maybe you can mm-hmm. ask her, has anyone actually done this? Cause she'll show <laughs> She'll probably know because I'm sure people tell her all the kinds of things they try their stuff with, you know. She'll probably be like, no, you cannot do that. That's a lawsuit waiting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like safety wise. Yes. I don't know <laughs> how safe that would be for you. I don't want you to burn up your uh first first of all, we don't want to waste the burr. No. Because that's just sad. Yes. <laughs> But then you don't want to like mess up your news. You, you're not going to break your CNC or anything, no. but you just don't want to have that kind of a mess yes. up. And then you're like Correct. the, the, the router, or the spindle on it is like yes. kinked or something. <laughs> and then you've got to like adjust it on your first car. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not happening. But I mean, I'm sure you've seen people like, like the people who do like the topographical maps and stuff where they've got like a super yeah. tiny V cut. Um <laughs> to clean stuff up um I've definitely like been eyeing that stuff too of I think it can take my carving game like to a whole new level, level. Yeah. yeah I like I like taking stuff that's come off the CNC and then power carving it like mm-hmm. that um Chucky sign that I made of him yeah um, busting through the door like and he's in the movie The Shining 
yeah there was like broken pieces of door and then i took it with after i did it, the carving i went in with my two inch angle grinder and i just like i yep. made that depth a little bit deeper and i went in and then i did all the crazy edges with it like mixing yep. like a cnc with power carving to me is so natural it's so the mm -hmm. way it should be in my books <laughs> Because you get, you get these contrasts, like these fine lines with this natural organic mm -hmm. thing. And it, it plays off it each other. Like, in my opinion, mm -hmm. I like it. I mean, you got a piece right behind you that I made that I is, know. That I is know. CNC and power. <laughs> so, you can see I'm very passionate about that. <laughs> I know I forgot to get, I was Alma made me a sign on her CNC. Um, just one of those, um, she usually makes the like in this house we believe you know blah blah yep. blah, blah. Mm -hmm. so i've got one of her in this shop we believe and then i had asked her to make one for the specifically for the podcast so i could have it behind me to say like on this podcast we believe um and so she did and she sent it to me i just keep forgetting to bring it down here but <laughs> but it doesn't have the power carved edges you know not like a tiff sign so <laughs> you're gonna have to add it then it's a collab <laughs> didn't even think about it <laughs> i did a collab with kevin from lefty's woodshop and yeah. he sent me pieces that he painted he goes feel free to paint over them if you need to and i was like thank you for that <laughs> i guess i did <laughs> it's like thank you for permission <laughs> yes <laughs> it's like did you get did you do like just do a collab or were you doing it for like a like a maker collab the maker collab like, that okay. christy and stated woodworks yeah run yeah 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 we did gotcha. it two years in a row and i was like it was just too much mm -hmm. on top of everything else in life then you try to do a collab with somebody it's, it's hard yeah that i've i have only ever done one like ig challenge type thing and i've not done that that's one i want to do but it's hard because it's an extra it's like is not something I get paid for. It's not for they family. They have price packs now, though. <laughs> right. But, like, you know, I'm a realist, which is, mm -hmm. usually means I just assume I'm not going to win. So, <laughs> hey, because then you're pleasantly surprised if you do. If you just go at it, like. That's true. <laughs> I really want to do um, a fun carving challenge where we all pick, like, an item to make. And mm -hmm. then we all just have fun. Like there's no winners. Just like, yeah, let's all just carve a garden gnome. And if you finish it by the end of the year, then that's cool. You know, I've seen there are ones out there that are like um, a vase a day for like a month, you know, yeah. where you carve a vase every single day. That's a commitment. Or like a bowl a day. Um, I haven't done either one of those. I actually have. I've considered it and I might, you know, uh, if ever my life like is less crazy um, because Good I think luck. you can, you can hone some like serious skills and you can also experiment, right? Mm -hmm. Like, cause if it looks like crap, oh, well, you're going to make another one. Like you're going to make one the next day. Mm -hmm. That looks totally different. I think, um, uh, Cecilia, the shop wood designs has done the bowl one, I think, uh, the 30 day. day. Yeah. Um, and her, me and, um, Nicole, uh, I want to, I think she changed her name to like Norden Roots. No, I, I have to I look it up. Who you're talking about. We did a collaboration. Yes, Norden Roots. She's in Wisconsin. Um, we did a collaboration where like we all made a piece of a set of something. So like I did triangular platters, which I had never done before. Um, and I think it was, yeah, Cecilia did like that. a big bowl. Yeah, yeah. And then Nicole did like the utensils. It was supposed to be like a salad set type thing. Um, and that was fun to do as like a group. That's a cool way project. to collab because yeah, you're each making a piece yes. that goes with something. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't mind doing something like that again too. That's you know, that yeah. didn't take like a ton of time and it was, you know, it is nice to have something to plan content around too so <laughs> yeah yeah look forward to seeing more of my old stuff because that's what i've got coming for you 
I've been doing I've been doing that like in some way shape or form for like the last two months basically I've just been like taking pieces and like I'm just blatantly doing it I'm just like yeah this is the whole stuff but because I haven't had much shop time and now I'm just like forget it you guys aren't even gonna get like make-believe shop time anymore I'm just gonna be like I have no shop time (laughs) I keep going how much like me in front of a mic can I show you know (laughs) before people stop clicking on it like oh it's just a talking head again (laughs) I gotta say I love it though I love I love having like this Sabretooth podcast and getting to hang out with people that I would never hang out with which has been really cool like Eric Curtis I I don't usually talk to him I I've been admiring him for years right but like he's somebody who does it so perfectly and well you feel like there's nothing to add besides <laughs> right <laughs> wow you know or, that's beautiful like right so I've never like interacted with him and I, I sat down with him on Monday for an hour and it was like this is refreshing I I, I had no idea who you would be so it was mm-hmm. like it was a fun surprise Danny Kissel no never talked to him before I did I did see him on tv though I did watch all the episodes that he was in and I didn't know I'd ever meet him which is really cool mm-hmm. but I was like it's neat did you watch Making Fun? Uh, I did watch a few episodes. Yeah, That's they did. They they did let the big man get a few um, some carving stuff in there. Oh, did he? Um, yeah. Um, the Paul big Jack man. Man. <laughs> Paul Deckman. Yeah. Uh, but he uses all um, Arbor Arbor tech. tech. Yeah. yeah. Like the first time there was any power carving on the show, it was actually Duresta. And I was like, really? Come on. You've got a guy here who does it all the time. And Duresta's going to do it. But, you know. <laughs> Duresta does everything, though. This is true. <laughs> it makes sense still. Yes. <laughs> yes. I watched it with my kids mainly just so I could be like, I know those people. <laughs> like, it makes me look cool if I know people who are on TV. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I brought a I went to a hammer in. I don't know if you know about the hammer in. It's at the, it's at the Maker Camp as well. Okay, it's like a blacksmithing event they do. Oh, so I went to it last year and I I had no interest in learning blacksmithing. Mm-hmm. My husband was curious, so we went and we stayed. Whatever. I brought like a Jurassic Park carved piece that I had, and I I was painting it, and Jimmy DeResta mm-hmm. was just like hanging out watching me paint. I'm like, this was a weird surreal moment. Just yeah. hanging out, painting in front of Jimmy. It's like, hey, what's up? And he's asking me questions about the piece, you know? I was just like, this yeah, is- yeah. Life is cool. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed getting to know Katie. Make sure that you subscribe so you're notified the next time an episode drops. And share our podcast to your Instagram if you want to help us get the word out. We would really appreciate it. We're trying to grow the show and continue on our fun journey interviewing other makers that we love. So we want to talk about some awesome events that are happening. We highlighted them last week, but want to highlight them again because they're getting closer and closer. So we have the Sawdust Fest at Miller's Rustic Sawmill. That's in Missouri on June 18th. Then there is the AAW Symposium, MDI Woodcarver Supply. It is a wood turning symposium and it's in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And it's going from June 23rd to 26th. And there's actually going to be two representatives there. So we're going to have an MDI distributor. His name is Wayne and he's going to have the full product line. And then at Airbrushing Wood, you can see Joe, he's going to have an array of the two inch wheels. So go check them out if you're close to either Tennessee or Missouri. All right. If you know of an event, let us know. Otherwise, have a great day and keep carving.